Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I continue to be Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> um, I hope everyone answered me when I said that. I think everyone at home just shouts out, we're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do hear that sometimes people want to talk back to the podcast because we're so conversational yes. that people want to be a part of it. Multiple times I've been told that um, our, our friend, Shannon, mm. will say that she kind of yells at us and talks back to us, but she can't. we can't hear her. Um, that's true. I can't hear anything you shout at the podcast. <laughs> we don't have those kind of analytics. Unless you send an email to tbdpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Good plug for the email. No problem. All right. All let's right. get on with it. <laughs> We have a guest this week. We do. Uh, this is this is a. Uh, I've known her a long time. I think maybe longer than any guest we've had on this podcast. Wow. Am I saying that correctly? I hope so. Uh, improviser, stand-up comedian, actor, funny, interesting person. <laughs> Please welcome to the podcast, Sarah Boatwright. Hi. <laughs> Here's me and my ugly radio voice. <laughs> you have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. Do you, do you. do you really think you have an ugly radio voice? It's I fine. I don't think I have a good voice for radio. For I have a face for television. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a face or a voice, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a void of a person. Yeah. Put me, stick me on a podcast and then maybe hope people can ignore my voice. <laughs> oh. Aww. Uh, uh yeah we've known each other since um i want to say since the beginning of my improv career which was in 2014 or so yeah weird super weird now we've graduated from improv <laughs> high school <laughs> now we're just floating around in the improv economy Ugh, yeah, what's like, this? What is this void we're in right now? Like lost, emerging adulthood of improv visors. Yeah, we've graduated from college, but I still haven't found our career yet. Yeah, still living with our parents. Still uh, working at, <laughs> still working at Petco. Yeah. Um. Mm. Everyone mm, had a nice sit with you. They all had a nice tea <laughs> break yeah. there. No, that was nice. Um, you know, we're nothing if not the podcast about long pauses. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm going to take one whenever Emily takes one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're not, it's going to be good. This is um, like one of those make a date things where you yeah. have to do the same thing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just real quick before we go too much further, I would like to, uh, you know, try to describe this podcast. Oh, yes, please do. Um, okay. So this podcast is about tea and it's about friendship and it's about discussing interesting things. We bring our friends on. We have not had a guest that was not our friends yet. No. No random people yet. <laughs> They've all been friends. <laughs> um, this is essentially just what I do on a regular... As a sober person, as a sober comedian, this is like how I spend probably 40% of my time. Like sitting around drinking hot be caffeinated beverages with like random people. Uh, Who are my friends, but it's like... This is nice. Yeah. That's what we want. I'm happy to be here. That's what we that's what we want. We want all we want people to be comfortable and friends. And Emily and I love tea. Yeah, that's just that's just tea. a thing. 
Yeah, we love tea. We drink tea every podcast. We talk about tea. And we talk about some interesting things that people want to talk about that day. Yeah, whatever it is. We don't and care. Matt and I don't know. In fact, I, today, had no part in planning this podcast. Emily just had to show up. She had I just no... showed up. <laughs> well, you actually brought the tea. <laughs> I did bring the tea, but that was... You know, it wasn't... That wasn't that much work. I just put it in my purse. Yeah. You already had the tea. You put it in your purse. Yeah. Does anybody <laughs> make jokes about spilling tea on this podcast? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. People love talking about... Spilling tea. Uh, uh, if you have any tea you want to spill, it's also fine. Um, I've got so much. <laughs> uh, somebody we once were suggested that we should have called this podcast Spill a Tea, which we declined that because uh, we felt like... And it is true that it was already taken as the name of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was mostly why we didn't, but also... You guys are so, um, you're such warm, kind people. It would be counterintuitive to it would be start a gossip podcast. It, it Let's would be talk pretty... about the latest gossip. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It would be a really bad podcast because as far as I know, we don't have any gossip. <laughs> we could talk like Hollywood, like... Uh, um, like the rat, like the rag magazines, like yeah, uh, totally. that kind of stuff. But totally. that's not my life. <laughs> Omg, Meghan Merkel is pregnant, and so is Kate. Well, I read that headline earlier that, this week. That is something you talk about. <laughs> that is one hundred percent something I would talk about. I one hundred percent don't think either of them are pregnant. Meghan Markle, wait, no, is she pregnant or isn't she? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the what? I will say the tabloid I read that headline on was not a reputable tabloid. So, well reputable tabloid is an oxymoron that's true (laughs) (laughs) but it was like even lower than like low what was it like the national Enquirer or something no it wasn't quite that it was like i don't even remember well i hope she's not because that's fast (laughs) i hope she has a timeline in her head that she wants to follow and she sticks to it and lives her best life boundaries Mm -hmm. uh when did they get married May. May. So this would be like, if we did find out she was pregnant, this would be, this is like that she got pregnant on the honeymoon, right? Because that's, you don't say you're pregnant until you're pregnant for like two months, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Yes. You have to wait a certain, as a man. Are you pregnant? (laughs) I'm here to announce that I'm pregnant. (laughs) Hell yes. I knew something was happening today. I had a, I have a big announcement. (laughs) I'm pregnant. I love when men say that too. I'm pregnant. Oh, like when they're se- when like they're acting like an other is pregnant, mm-hmm. or we're pregnant. We are pregnant. I'm like, yeah. you're not pregnant, bitch. You're not pregnant. <laughs> I would agree. I would never say that I'm pregnant in that situation, <laughs> unless I was pregnant, which I am. <laughs> you can say it if you agree to sit inside the pool with your wife while she's laboring and pooping and peeing in there. Because frankly, that's what happens. I mm. like in this scenario. He there. It's a water birth. <laughs> It's always a water birth in my scenario. Yeah. She's just living how she believes all uh, births are. (laughs) I will impress it upon you. This crack tea is doing the trick. Oh, yeah. I'm awake. Uh, Not the first time we've had a tea uh, described as a a drug. Well, we had it was meth tea was the last time this was true. Who who did that? Sasha. Sasha's. (laughs) Hers was like some crazy. I mean, this might have as much caffeine in it, but that one had like... uh, that was like a a cup of coffee or more than a, something like that. It was right. a, it was. She was talking about how they drink it at work and everyone goes bonkers. <laughs> Mate, it's like a clean, it's like a clean buzz, but like 
this feels like colors and lights are enhanced, you know? Yeah. Do we, we should go into tea talk. Yeah. If we're going to talk tea, we should do, go into tea talk. We have to. Tea talk. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. We're on tea talk, you guys. Um, you got a little preview outside of tea talk, but uh, we're drinking The Buzz by David's Tea. Yes. It's David's Tea, right? Yes. The Buzz. It's a caffeinated tea, or I don't know if it's any more caffeinated. Oh, I guess it does have, uh, it's ginger, green tea, matcha green tea, uh, yerba mat. Is that how you pronounce that? Yerba mate. Cool. Uh, quince. Don't know what that quince? is. Quince. Is that it? Q-U-I-N-C-E. That's just quince. Quince? Yeah. It's a type of fruit, I believe. Wow. I don't know that fruit. Apple. Lemon peel, orange peel, licorice root, lemongrass, guarana powder, which is in Red Bull. Nice. Get uh, your wings. White ginseng and natural lemon oil. That's what's in this tea. That's all? That's it. <laughs> Where to crack? Oh, uh, and then, oh, crack. Oh, I missed that. Tiny letters. There you go. There you go. Uh, do you need a little pick-me-up? This stimulating blend of ginger, matcha, mat, Guarana and citrus will have you buzzing in no time. It's literally been no time since I walked in here yawning. Uh, yeah, that was just like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Little, maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm making up times, but it's okay. Matt described the tea, but as mentioned before, I did bring it. Um, <laughs> but Thank you. Um, no problem. I will say I've never had this tea before this moment um, because this came... I got it at David's Tea, and I got it because I spent too much money <laughs> in it. They were like, do you want something? F-? Like They were like, you can pick from these four things for spending a certain amount of money. And I was like, okay. And I picked, it was like each of them had a, like packs of like four combos of tea. And I picked the one that said caffeine because I was like, well, I'm always tired. Um, and this was one of those four. Cool. It's the last of the four that I have left. Here we go. Who's David? A real chill dude. For real? He loves tea. I don't know. <laughs> You've never met him? It's Ooh. like a chain. Well, you better look into some sponsorship. <laughs> we 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 mention that frequently. No takers yet. <laughs> sponsored by David Tea. Just keep saying it until it happens. Yeah. Sponsored by David's Manifest. Tea. Please send us that tea. <laughs> hey, David. David, send us tea. We need tea. We need more of the buzz tea. Great. We'll talk about whether we like it or not. <laughs> Um, I guess, what do you taste in the tea? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Give it a good old sip. Mm. You two you have oh, to yeah. sip at the same time. <laughs> um. Well, since I know what's in it. <laughs> you can just tell us what you think it tastes, it tastes like. like. It tastes like a penny. It tastes like a penny. Like you know? the like copper? A, yeah. It tastes coppery. I think you're, I, I'm getting the lemongrass real strong. And I wonder if that's what you think tastes like hopper. Yeah, I mean, I think mate is kind of like, um, it's got kind of like, yeah, weird, like chalky, bitter, kind of, that's the way it hits my palate. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you have to have a certain genetic makeup to taste bitter. So maybe you don't taste the same thing, <laughs> you know. I get it. I get it. Um, I, I don't. It doesn't taste bitter to me. I don't know what lemongrass tastes like. So um, it just kind of tastes... Let me do one more sip. And she's 
putting the cup to her mouth, tipping it over, liquid's going in. It's all over the place. It's all over her. <laughs> Covered in tea. <laughs> um, I'm burning up. This tea is burning me up. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't have a bitterness for me, but it does have like a, I don't know if dryness is the right word, but like, yeah, it has like some sort of feeling. Yeah. Like a... Like a ginger ale? How oh, that's dry? I'm going to push maybe. the chalkiness. It's chalky. chalky. Maybe, maybe that's what I'm going for. But there is like a... Uh, there is ginger in this, that, which may be why I don't taste I, the, the ginger. ginger ale part. <laughs> I just, wow. You're reaching. Yeah. I just... I mean, that's a dry, right? Like Canada dry. It's oh, dry taste. No. <laughs> Can't we all just agree on what this... Tea tastes like. Can we all describe what we think ginger ale tastes like? <laughs> I <laughs> will be honest. I'm not. I must have had ginger ale in my lifetime. Oh my God. What? I can't tell you what ginger ale tastes like. Sarah, do you know what ginger ale tastes like? Yes. I had ginger ale last night. <laughs> it's, I mean, we'll... <laughs> it's such a ubiquitous. I don't If you're tummy, you've got a tummy thing. You can drink ginger ale. It's good you for know, your tummy. I think that's why I mostly don't like ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Because it, I associate it with that, and I'm like, gross, you know? But um, now that I don't drink, I go to bars, and I order a ginger ale or ginger beer most of the time, or a club soda, but it's so fucking stupid and boring. I'm sorry to curse, but... Uh, to You're like, allowed to. Great. To spend, like, $5 on a club soda anywhere, so I'm like, it might as well. But ginger beer is better than ginger ale. Don't at me. I think you're no, I think you're right. I'm gonna at you and say that you're right. <laughs> ginger beer is better than ginger ale. <laughs> I'm gonna at you and say I learned something from you. You guys <laughs> this is the most uh friendly, supportive environment that I've been in a long time. <laughs> it's the podcast about tea and friendship. I mean you know there's no <laughs> negative there's no negativity in tea or in friendship. <laughs> the theme is strong and consistent here and I appreciate it. You're gonna love our rating system for our teas, which I we could get to I if you want to. I think we can get to. to. Um Matt. Ask me. I, I have a huge question for you. Sure, ask um, me. Um, is this your cup of tea? Is the buzz your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea? <laughs> Are you serious? Is yeah. this it? The yeah, rating system it. is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm gonna say that this is my cup of tea. Oh, wow. Uh it's very it's very herbally, which is not necessarily my generally my cup of tea but it's also got a lot of green tea in it which brings it back to the my cup of tea side of things so i'm enjoying this tea i like it okay sarah um is this your cup of tea or is it not your cup of tea i mean look i gotta be honest like whenever i have the option to drink a caffeinated beverage i'm going for coffee with that said This is my cup of tea today. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's amazing. I love that you, you know, came here. You like coffee. But you had tea with us. <laughs> I, you know, I'll reach across the gap for a friend. You'll Please go. To, you'll go across the aisle. Go across the tea and the coffee aisle. This is about bipartisanship. Whether you're a coffee person or you're a tea person, come on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. The, it's a friendly environment. I can vouch for it. I Emma, want more of this. Can I have more? Oh, yes. Oh, we can pour you so more. Oh, I can do it. You Matt. Know. Matt. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, have, I have a very important question to ask. Emily. Oh, thank you. Em- Emily, is this your cup of tea or is this not your cup of tea? So, podcast listeners, you'll know my preferred tea is a black tea. Um, 
And I don't dislike green teas. In fact, there are green teas that I enjoy. Um, this tea, there was a reason I hadn't drank it yet. <laughs> and it's because I knew I knew I wouldn't love it. And I've got, I gotta say, and I feel bad about it. This is not my cup of tea. It's okay. Damn. <laughs> it has conflict. Two, I know. Yeah. It is is a two cup of tea rating. I gotta say, I mean, it's very a three a three my cup of tea is a rare rating on this show. That's so. true. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I never stare a gift horse in the mouth, but you are the one who brought the tea, so I guess you're allowed to not like it. Though it was also a gift to Emily from the from store. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean. I will drink this and I will help finish the pot. So I don't, I don't hate it. I just, yeah, there's nothing in it. That's like, I am compelled to drink this tea other than the fact that I have it and I don't want to waste it. Honestly, the rating, the rating of not my cup of tea is meant to be, we don't want to be too negative. I mean, you could say I hate the tea, but we don't want to, I don't want to use that word hate. No. (laughs) And you know, that's off brand. Hatred is off brand. (laughs) Unless it's the Yankees. I can hate the Yankees on this podcast all I want. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Temperature in the room just went up, up, up. It's been brought up enough times where anyone listening should know. And I also know that you're a Mets fan. It's not this season. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Fuck the Mets. Uh, Uh, Man, uh, I've been known to drink things not for the taste, but for the effect they have on my body. And mm -hmm. I am... Mm-hmm. I'm glad the tea is living up to its name. <laughs> yes. It's the buzz. It's a getting me up there. There are like bees swarming all around us right now. <laughs> um, I will say in this four package of caffeine teas, <laughs> um, there was one that had like not quite full grown coffee beans and Matt would hate it because he doesn't like coffee. But I actually found it very enjoyable because it was like a, a light enough coffee flavor, but like still a little tea it was T-E. good. That was my favorite. T E T A dash E Y E. Um, but yeah. T E. But this one, yeah. I think we can T talk. T talk complete. T talk. T talk complete. <laughs> complete. Uh, all right. Well, let me. Uh, we get. Let me get to my. Uh, it's my mini topic week. I got to mini topic and I, I was thinking about this today because I was like, well, Sarah's our guest. How do I, how do I compliment Sarah's attitude? <laughs> how do I, how do I, I don't know if rile her up is the right word or, you know, really get her to have some opinions on something. Oh God, here we go. And before we started recording, um, she noted how nerdy all the Wi-Fi networks in my building are. <laughs> So I know, I know she loves to let's like rag on anything kind of nerdy. <laughs> She's just ready to rip into. Oh man! And uh, I also know that the thing I'm going to talk about is the thing that she knows. I'm at least, at least, is moderately aware that I'm into. <laughs> Please bring it up. <laughs> and I want to talk today about Pokemon Go. Oh, no! <laughs> no! No! Uh, describe what just happened you you heard the no but know that sarah threw her body onto the couch and waved it around <laughs> sarah what would be described as um i'd say a tantrum <laughs> sarah put up a fit i'm warm <laughs> this the temperature of this room is 
toasty and <laughs> I don't think it's because of anything except this fucking topic <laughs> and this crazy tea. Yeah. Yo, that shit is so dumb and I can't even believe it's coming back. Are you serious? No, it's not coming back. I've been oh. playing it the whole time. Oh, since no. the beginning. God, no. Matt. I thought everybody... God, why isn't it banned yet? So many people have fucking banned. gotten their shit stolen and their shit mugged and punched in the face and run into oncoming traffic. And like, this is such a, such a fucking... Such a fucking... <laughs> like... Uh, uh, like a uh, uh, plague on our society. Mm-hmm. Listen, people almost get hit by cars looking at their phones for all kinds of reasons. We don't need to b- blame I Pokemon Go. It happened to me yesterday, but at least I'm communicating with a human. Oh, oh, so you I'm can still be look- distracted, but you're not playing Pokemon, oh. so it's okay. <laughs> God, all the Instagram posts. <laughs> That Alex Simmons puts up <laughs> on a fucking Charizard standing in the middle of City Field or some shit. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, bro. You gotta delete that shit. How much data does it take to run that fucking thing on your phone? No, not very much. Oh, my God. Uh, right, let's, let's nerd. I, I loved it. I, I questioned whether I should bring this up, and I was like, oh, Sarah's a good guest for this. <laughs> um, I am warm. Talk for one second. I'm so far away from the microphone. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, let's talk for one second, Matt. Uh huh. Tell us a little bit about your Pokemon Go journey. Oh my god. <laughs> so well, well, I've been playing it since day one, and I haven't stopped. I've played nearly every day that I've had cell phone service. Occasionally, you go out of cell phone service, you can't play. <laughs> but I've been playing otherwise every other day. You gotta catch. You gotta catch them all. Ah! No, you don't. <laughs> If you're not going to catch them You do all. not even. Oh, God. Uh, Emily and I spent an hour yesterday playing. Uh, <laughs> yes, this is true. We walked from Washington Square Park to uh, Union Square playing uh, and stopping along the way to, to battle in the, the Pokemon gyms. I got five Zapdos. <laughs> Off. Are you serious? You know what? At least you're going outside. At least you're spending quality time with your spouse. It's my spouse, my co-host. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought you meant... Oh, no, shit. No, Emily. <laughs> I totally um, didn't even hear Emily. I was just like, oh, he must have been talking about his wife. Laura does not play. And so... It would be, I imagine the scenario where, like, it was you and Laura, and then Emily was, like, following behind, and you were all just, like, pointing your phones at, like, the sky and the floor and, like, everything around you and just, like, it's, cap... It's cap- good to know you don't know how to play. <laughs> When you turn shit off, works, but I hate it. Um, <laughs> when you turn off the VR, yeah, you um, don't need to point your phone in any certain direction. <laughs> I don't play with the VR because that would actually that kills your battery really fast. That's yes, that's what I'm. That's yeah, I knew it. The game itself kills your battery. Yeah, but I knew it. Yeah. I knew it was taking a toll on your shit. It doesn't hurt my my hurt really killed my old phone. It would like. <laughs> crush the battery on that my new phone's a little better about it uh no emily and i tried doing an open mic yesterday morning uh or not not morning like it was gonna be at like one o'clock yeah and where the bitter end bitter end does a 1 p.m open mic on saturday well let's get there well yeah so we were there and we were waiting and like there were a ton of people like waiting to get in and they were like there's no open mic this week get go away there's like an old man who was like go away (laughs) check the website that person is yeah what a dick yeah Uh, it, and so then we 
we went to brunch and got and then played Pokemon Go. <laughs> That's every part of that except the Pokemon Go part sounds like a great Saturday. But you know what? It was At a... least you're not like white supremacist or something, so I can't be <laughs> that mad about it. I just I think you know, we're pretty far from being white supremacists. Just to be clear, we're <laughs> yes. You're the <laughs> tea and friendship. Tea and friendship. I mm-hmm, get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Right. No racism here. <laughs> Thank God. God. When you go out. You meet people playing Pokemon Go. That's true. Oh my God. I made a friend in the park one day. It was recent. He came up to me and says, "You're playing Pokemon Go. I play Pokemon Go." And we talked about it for like a half an hour. <laughs> And then where did he go? To a job? Uh, I I left and I was like, I have to go now. Like, I yeah, felt like I'd you wasted had, you, some time. Because you felt like you wasted some time? Wait, can you say that again? I mean, no. the first 10 minutes was fine. And then, then it was another 20 or 30 minutes and that felt like a waste of time. Wow. Um, I will say in terms of friendship in Pokemon Go, <laughs> I only play really, like, I I go through like spurts, but those spurts are related to like, Matt and Shannon will be playing, so I'll open it up on my phone. I'm at home in Ohio, and my brother and sister-in-law are playing, so I'll open it up on my phone. Gotcha. Emily's not quite as obsessed as I am. I'm obsessive level. (laughs) Emily, where are you from in Ohio? Um, Near Columbus and Lancaster, Ohio. Oh, my God. I'm from Westerville. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How did this never come up? I don't know. I guess I don't walk around saying, I'm from Central Ohio. Weird, because Emily does that. I really <laughs> love talking about Ohio. I could talk about it forever. Um, I have a, a, a two best friends who, you know, I grew up with. And mm. one of them, they both live in the Bay Area now, but one of them loves foxes. And you're wearing like this top that's covered in foxes. She would love this top right now. <laughs> I don't know. For it was syn- synchronicity, you know what I mean? Like Ohio I, foxes. I am your childhood best friend. <laughs> Rain? Whoa, freaky. Rain Wilson? I'm this, here. This is a David Lynch movie now. Yeah. <laughs> um we're yeah, not Wa- Rain not mm-hmm. Not Rain Wilson. Not Rain. Just to, just to bring Wilson. back to Ohio real quick. Um I went to Ohio State. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Thank so you did for that my reaction. <laughs> So did my best friend who loves foxes. Again, hello, hi. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What's happening? I'm so sweaty. Yeah. This is this has gotten us all real hot. <laughs> I'm so hot and bothered right now. This also, is so this crazy. tea, I will say, is particularly like hot. It is hot. It's still steaming. Yes, it is. It's been a minute since I've had a hot beverage. Mm. Um, Matt, how many Pokemon do you have? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, a lot. <laughs> um, car- currently, uh, ones that I have not gotten rid of, I have like five hundred. I'm probably caught. I've caught thousands. I <laughs> like oh <my laughs> thousands and thousands. Probably ten thousand, if I had to guess. <laughs> I also have the po- I have the Pokemon Go Plus thing, which is like a little um, Bluetooth um, device that you uh. It lights up when you're near Pokemon and you just press it and it goes and catches them. And so that helps you like comb them um, in, in, in mass. Like you just like collect hundreds and thousands of them that way. Uh, and it's good because in the game you need Stardust. And if you just collect a bunch of Pokemon without even paying attention. See, this is also you can walk around and, and still be playing, but not have your phone out. That's so crazy you know i honestly taking over your life dude too much of my life you know maybe 
this is something you should think about, you know, maybe like, you know, life's not all about Pokemon. You don't have to play Pokemon every day. I mean, I do plenty of other things that waste a lot of my time and energy. (laughs) I play a lot of video games. The one I get to walk around in the park is maybe the healthiest for me. (laughs) Fair. And I can listen to podcasts and music while I'm doing it. That's true. So it's not as... God, your phone battery must just peter out in like 30 minutes. Uh, I, well, I have a pretty good phone battery, but I also carry a spare battery with me if I, if I need it. I'm always wearing a backpack. That's sort of my deal. You got to have lots of things. <laughs> I'm, well, a, I'm a things person. <laughs> clearly, you've caught them all. <laughs> uh, yeah, of the, of the ones you're supposed to catch, I'm only, I'm missing maybe like 5% of all of the pos- the potential ones. Oh if I had to roughly estimate, maybe less than that. Uh, There's like 350 out there right now, and I have probably 330 of them. Hold on a second. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. 350 species of Pokemon, but you have like thousands, so you have like multiples of. Oh, like- you gotta get it. Yeah. Okay, so some of the individual ones I have, I have caught hundreds of like specific ones like there's one that's basically a pigeon so they're like all over the place his name is Pidgey uh and so I've caught like hundreds of those because they're just everywhere there and there's there's one that's like a rat aka Ratata, uh and those are also like all over the place so you catch like tons of those and then there's rare there's ones that are harder to get those are the ones you really try to hunt down those are the more fun ones (laughs) my god um um right so like (laughs) oh god this is a lo- maybe the last question I'm going to ask about this, but like, like are extra rare ones in like, like sewers or something? Like, where are you going to capture the rarest ones? Uh, usually, so th- there's like a map, and they'll like appear on the map. So then you just have to get to them. So y- there's never like a high or low. So there's never like going into sewers, but it might be like you have to walk like into the Church of Scientology or something. You usually don't have to go, you don't have to like go into buildings necessarily. Although there are a lot of people like in LA who like will walk in weird, like they, they'll be, they'll be like, there are Pokemon in the church of Scientology just by the fact of how they're randomly distributed. (laughs) But like the rare ones, they'll basically show up on your map and you're like, oh, I need that one. And then you have to like kind of figure out where relative to you it is. And then you have to like go track it down. And that's all like random chance. Like, like some of the ones I need that like are rare, like I couldn't just go out and find them now if i wanted to i'd have to wait so it's sort of like the log on every you know once a day or whatever and you try to see like is there anything nearby that i need then i will go get it that you need yeah it's a need thing i need and i want you sound like a person with a problem <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you check an app to get something that you think you need and then you walk to a street corner and you get what you need and then you walk <laughs> to another street corner and you get what you need like Think about it, Matt. Sorry, I'm tra- I'm traveling block to block for this thing that I was required for me to have. <laughs> to function on a regular basis. <laughs> um, I will say I don't spend any money on it, so at least, I at least got that going for me. <laughs> God. Um, Thank God. I mean, the reason the app exists is because people do spend tons of money on it. I mean, it wouldn't exist if it wasn't making money somehow. <laughs> There's no ads on it, so they're definitely making money off selling crap to people. <laughs> So crazy. Um, I have two questions. Okay. I have two more questions. My first one is, um, what is the one Pokemon that you don't have that you like wanted the most? Uh, uh, 
I'm probably going to mess up the pronunciation of this, but it's like Salamence. Here's the thing about these. I never hear their names because I don't like watch the cartoons. So I don't know how you actually pronounce anything. So it's all whatever I think or what I've heard. But it's like, I think it's like Salamence and it's a giant dragon looking thing. And uh, I think the, it's a third evolved Pokemon. So you have to catch a lot of like the base level one so that you can have the sort of energy to make the third level one. And I've only seen two of the, I think it's pronounced Bagon, B-A-G-O-N. <laughs> and I've only caught two of them ever, and you kind of need to catch, like, a bunch of them in order to get the big boy. He's, he's pretty badass. Do you think they'll do it as a raid one day? Uh, yeah, probably. Might oh. even already be that way. A raid? So raids are these, like, timed events. They start, I think they start at, like, 7 or 8 in the morning, and they go to, like, 8 at night. Um, and they will be like these specific locations and they randomly pop up like during the day and uh they're of different difficulty levels between one and five monster faces (laughs) and like a one or a two or even a three you can sort of go by yourself and just like fight in that uh area and then you get whatever pokemon is like currently there so you fight that pokemon and then you get it uh, some of the harder ones that are like four and five stars, which is the ones that Emily and I caught yesterday were all five star ones. And I got five of them. Yes, they're they're hard. But yesterday was like a special Pokemon Go day thing. They had a event. Oh, my God. Um, but going into Manhattan is like um, there are there are like if you if there's like a really cool Pokemon somewhere to battle, like people flock to it, like tons of people will go Uh and normally, like, to max out a raid, you can do a raid with... The most number you can do is with 20 people. And if you're at, like, the Flatiron Building or something, or, like, Times Square or something, within minutes, if there's, like, a good Pokemon, like, 20 people will, like, immediately populate oh with the thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, that's so nuts. That's how I know people are still playing. <laughs> is difficulty determined by, like, the distance you have to travel or, like, like the speed at which you have to walk to get to the pokemon no the difficulty is the quality of the pokemon so there are so the ones yesterday they're considered legendary so they're very rare and hard to get to uh and some of them like the the ones that you can just do by yourself those are like the low level pokemon um and that's those ones i think are generally meant to help people if they just can't find that one they want but it's like it's not even that rare of one. It's just they haven't like come across it, or maybe they don't have time to. This actually, this actually feeds into your theory that people are wasting too much time because at least these you can like log on and see if there are any happening, and if there aren't, you can just go like, I don't want to do this right now. Uh, cool. But so it's Great. like you can actually you. There's more of a guarantee of what you're getting out of it uh, rather than like gambling your time away, or like even if you were like working and you were like, oh, I'm going my lunch break, you could like go and feasibly just do one in a few minutes uh if there's something nearby that you need um rather than like the alternative is like you're on your lunch break and you can just wander around playing (laughs) wow so yeah and you had another question another question yes um my other question was is what is the thing that has made you keep playing like what attracts you to it um well i like pokemon did you play the video games i yeah i played the very ori- the very f- uh, I have owned I own the original um, Game Boy games when like they came out <laughs> like in 1998. Uh, Pokemon Red, which is the first generation of Pokemon, 
And then... I had that one. That's the... And the yellow one. Yellow with Pikachu. He mm-hmm. follows you around. He doesn't want to go in the ball. No, he does not. <laughs> that rascal. And then um, I played that a ton. And then I became a really lapsed Pokemon fan. I did not play Generation 2 or 3 or 4 or 5 or 6. I'm trying to remember what one. And then Pokemon X and Y came out, which I think is maybe 7. It's one of the later. Maybe it is 6. It's like a later generation. Um, that came out in like 2000. If I'm going to guess 2012, 2013. And I got really into that one. And then I sort of stopped. I didn't really care too much to play any more of the games. But then when Pokemon Go came out, it was only the first generation of them. So it was just the original 151 Pokemon. And now, uh, and that's, I think, why got people were really into it. Because it was like this huge nostalgia of like, if you played the game in 1998 through 2001, <laughs> Pokemon Go was like in your wheelhouse. Because it was it was all the right Pokemon. And now, like now that I play it and the Pokemon in Pokemon Go are not from the Pokemon I used to play when I was like in middle school. <laughs> I, that's why like I know, I don't know as much about them, but I, I still find it interesting. Um, will they release a Gen 4 soon? I have no idea. They just did the Alolan ones, which I think that's going to tie them over until like the fall. And then they'll probably do the next generation. They had been doing them every six months. So they did like, Wait, was it every... I don't remember. They were spacing them out maybe six months. Um, so, what, what, yeah. It's just been... It's been two years now? Oh, my God. I was on Supernova with Alex Simmons when it was released. <laughs> two years ago, then? Yes. I just know because he was playing it at the time. I remember because they... Well, they debuted Raids last summer, and that was, like, the one-year anniversary. So, this must be, like, two years now. I can't believe it's been that long. <laughs> holy um, holy. But I don't let it ruin my life. You make you make it seem like I let it ruin my life, but <laughs> I didn't say your life was ruined, but I <laughs> am alluding to the potential of it getting ruined. If you um, have a, develop a dependence on it. I would say I probably am uh coming down from whatever dependence I did have on it. Like I still do play it a lot, but I think I was like more I think I've figured out what level I like to play at now. So now I stick to that. Where like before there would be days where I would go like maybe too crazy playing it. <laughs> yeah. And now I kind of have uh a level I've leveled off and I feel like I'm at a place where I don't regret how much I play. <laughs> a lot of regrets whenever I waste time doing things. <laughs> you guys know about regrets? <laughs> Wasting time. Yes. Cool. I'll sit and watch Kook Slams on Instagram for like an hour straight. <laughs> what is that? What? You don't know what Kook Slams is? No. It's a it's an Instagram account that's dedicated solely to uh, people wiping out anywhere. <laughs> so it's like Just jackass? people eating shit all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like kind pra- of more like America's Funniest Home vid- Videos, but okay, Pratt geared falls. towards surfing and stuff surfing but uh yeah so i i know a thing or two about wasting time i'm just not like around the city chasing fake mm-hmm. monsters mm-hmm. They're real, i know i'm they're being real really i'm being really uh combative do you know how right cute now. they are <laughs> uh well the ones that alex simmons has posted on his instagram <laughs> have been okay um 
Did you see the dolphin hit the guy off the surfboard? Oh, that's my favorite. No. I'll try to find it for you after the podcast. Yeah. There's a video of it. Emily showed it to me yesterday. And as soon as you said, like, people falling off surfboards yeah. or whatever, like, this, I, yeah, I just watched it. Yeah. All right. We don't have to talk about Pokemon Go anymore. Um, in fact, feel- this was ex- this was already an extended mini topic because I was I really wanted I was like this is I want Sarah to get all heated. About well, it. you did it, and then I kind of just had glazed over and checked out the last five minutes. No, you well you you did a lot. <laughs> um, I'm do you, exhausted. Do you feel good about this, Matt? I do. I talked about this exactly as long as I wanted to. <laughs> okay, you guys, this tea is going through me. Mm-hmm. We had our first ever bathroom break. <laughs> I'll let everyone know. Um, <laughs> I didn't flush because I didn't want to make noise. So That's okay. Just FYI, I have to do that after. <laughs> okay. Set a reminder about that. <laughs> um, please. Um, okay. It's time. Oop. Cool. It's, it's Sarah. Sarah? Sarah. Okay. Would you like to tell us what your topic of the day is? All right. My topic today is going to be unsurprising to listeners who know me. The topic today is pro wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Do we just go to a wrestling match? Yeah, Yeah, that's what that sounds like. Pyrotechnic at a... The following match is scheduled for one fall. One fall! (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) I had this... I have a, I have a, I have a weird, I have a weird question first. Mm. Pro wrestling or professional wrestling? Okay, this comes up every time. Does right? it really? Yeah, because okay. the, the in the Summer Olympics there is a wrestling division. Yes. Wrestling. A person from Ohio State won it uh, in the last Olympics. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Great athletics department. Cool. I love Ohio. Go Bucks. O-H. <laughs> I-O. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, also, a lot of people from Ohio listen to this podcast. Hell, yeah. Uh, it's our number two state. Shout out to Skyline. <laughs> Have a five-way for me. Shout out to hanging out at Steak and Shake until 4 a.m. with a bunch of high schoolers. Anyways, that's not my topic. Pro wrestling versus professional wrestling. I need you to finish. Close the loop on it. So, like, yeah. So, like, one is an Olympian sport and has a lot of similar um, physical modalities, um, but is improvised because the outcome is unknown. And then the other one is um, not improvised. Mm Mm-hmm. In that the outcome is generally written because there is a storyline, but uh, uh, I'm sorry. We're breaking kayfabe okay, here. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I am. I am actually. So like, it's not that it's not that um, it's fake, but it's choreographed. You know what I mean? Like, but like yep. people are doing real hard shit on that mat, and they are fucking taking bumps. That hurt. And I'm saying this from experience because I was training at a pro wrestling gym for part of last year. So what do you say? Pro wrestling or professional wrestling? (laughs) When I'm referring to... When you're referring to your topic. Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. Okay. I just... I I mainly clarify because I have to write a little caption about it. Okay. I I don't want to write professional wrestling. Everybody should know that pro wrestling is pro wrestling and not like fucking some fox catcher shit. 
because um, I do think, well, I think it's interesting that you would call, because um, I think even if you said, if you said professional wrestling to a regular average person, they would probably think of it as WWE yeah, or whatever. Yes. And I think it's funny that that is considered professional wrestling and wrestling wrestling is just called wrestling. You know what I <laughs> refer to it as? Olympian wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's really the only venue outside of like college sports that you see it. It's Greco you know? Greco Roman. Is that uh... no? <laughs> like the fucking Olympics. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the WWE. I mean, pro wrestling doesn't have a division in Summer Olympics. That'd be great. It would be really weird, actually. It would be really weird. Well, I mean, they have like um, like floor routine gymnastics. Is that that much different than wrestling? No. That's a very good analogy or parallel <laughs> to draw. Um, it is very acrobatic, especially when you get into the, um, you know, there's like American wrestling and then there's Japanese wrestling. There's luchador wrestling it comes out of Mexico, you know, like they all kind of have their own aesthetic, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I was actually watching Lucha Underground before I got over here and I was just like, oh, so blown away by these aerial <laughs> clowns, you know, like these guys fucking, they're just flying around, you know, they totally, these guys totally defy gravity. I was like watching this old match between this guy, the South American wrestler named Angelico versus this, um, kind of like big baby face in the Lucha Underground promotion named Johnny Mundo. And he's kind of like, if Tommy Wiseau was cool, you know, <laughs> yep. is like kind of his whole gimmick. But, uh, man, that was a good match. And it was just like the opening match of like this random episode in the middle of season one. And like, I was just like, ugh, it's like butter, you know, like watching good pro wrestling is like such a satisfying thing. And watching bad pro wrestling is like watching bad improv. Actually. Yeah. It's like, get the fuck out of my face. Um, I have a question. So I know nothing about pro wrestling. Oh, I, cool. Um, no, Matt does. Um, but yeah. Do you watch WWE? Um, yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a little lapsed. Um, I've watched, I haven't really been watching too much lately. Yeah. Although uh, I went to the most recent SummerSlam yeah. <laughs> and NXT TakeOver that was in park place last year Center. you mean or yeah. the one the event that happened a couple weeks ago uh, yeah not that no see that's how last i am no uh well, it the was one just like, like in, on the road to SummerSlam event you know what i mean like SummerSlam is happening like august 16th yeah weekend. so i went to the one last august yeah i'm like i've been to i've been to a couple of i've been to a few of the ones at the barclay center so now i'm like conflating them all I went to the very first ever, the first ever takeover that they did so cool. on the road, which was the one, the, it was the same weekend as SummerSlam. And I was at that, or maybe, was it the same weekend? It now would I can't be. remember. It would be. Uh, but yeah, I saw the the first one they ever did. And then I used to watch NXT like crazy. And now I don't really, and I used to watch Raw and SmackDown a lot. And now I don't really watch those. And I had limited myself to mostly pay-per-views. And now I haven't even really been watching those. I, I'm really bad at like actually... I'm not a daily wrestling watcher. I like I'm a daily consumer of wrestling news and goss. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like part Ooh, of... My goss. Yeah. I'm it's a big of, goss industry. It's a big... Oh my God. Everything's a work. You know, like everything... Like relationships. Fuck like 
I don't know, like everything, like injuries, uh, feuds, you know, like all of it, like anything you read, you know, you like look at one of these like pro wrestling blogs or whatever. It's like everything's part of a storyline, you know, like it really, yeah. I mean, some people are like, no, no. And some people are like, hell yeah. Like every Instagram comment, every Twitter, every tweet, like, it, you know, like, well, I feel like even if it's not like the ones that blow up end up being written onto into scripts anyways. So it's like, yeah, if some big thing happens on Instagram, it's like, say something goes viral, like somebody tweets something and it goes like bananas. Then they like basically are forced to write it into their scripts because they have to acknowledge everything. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know about which, uh, John Cena was engaged to Nikki Bella. Was that yes. Him? Yeah. That whole thing felt like a, it does feel a fake. plot point. Yeah. So they were engaged and then they, called it off and now they're like back together but it, they also have a reality tv show which i feel like it was, it was there's like so many was, levels of the wwe franchise now is john cena still wrestling oh my god yes yes i just because i know so, he's in movies too yeah he's like you know he's like kind of our our newest rock type figure but and now they're grooming the super boring dude Roman Reigns to kind of be like the next one of those, you know? Like Who's the, the Rock's next... cousin? Fuck off, seriously! You don't know that he's the Rock's cousin, yeah? Ugh. Or like, um, it's like I don't, I'm not here to speak too much because I'm not that familiar with Samoan culture. But there is like some level that, like, there's some level of being like the fa- like the having a uh, a big extended family is like important in that culture. So like. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure his like how we Western people would describe their relationship, but in their in culturally they are cousins. Okay. Um, either way, he is mad boring. Um, unfortunately, he's like really hot. He's, he's like really yeah. hot and like very handsome. You know, I like Got yeah, a TV like a, face, like a person of color being at the top of like like a an empire like that, but like. What the fuck is your deal, man? You know, like he doesn't. <sighs> I mean, you could put Sami Zayn on the top, and he's Israeli. That's a its own. He's so like interesting white, thing. Though. He, I mean, yes, you look at him and you think he's from Ireland, probably. But yeah, and his whole thing is like he's from or Ireland. Or he's, or he's, he's. I said Israeli, didn't I? He's, yeah, Sir, he's did. Syrian. That's what. What I'm, really? Yeah. I apologize for that. Syrian That's a very ginger. bad con- thing to confuse. Yeah. Um, I didn't know any of that. Like, I don't really, you know. I he's have, one of my like, faves. I so. have WWE faves, but they're all women um, for the most part. My ringtone is Sasha Banks' entrance music. <laughs> How often does your ringtone go off these days? Uh, it. Um, well, I, have to, uh, I definitely keep it on for when people like you or Sarah come to my apartment and oh, I have to true. pay attention if people are calling. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, whenever, yeah. What? Uh, so her entrance is my, and, and she's Snoop Dogg's cousin. <laughs> if you were more weird. Really? Thing, yeah. <laughs> God, she's so tiny. He, he wrapped her entrance like at WrestleMania two years ago. Whoa. Two years ago. Are their cousins like Roman Reigns and The Rock are cousins? I, 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 again, I don't know. I only, I'm ex- I accept that they call themselves cousins. <laughs> That's fine with me. Uh, but I'm a, I, I think she's great. She's one of my, she's awesome. I'm a big Naomi fan and, um, I like her too. and uh, I actually have been a big fan of Ruby Riot 
pre-WWE when she was like Heidi Lovelace at Chikara. I was really and I saw her I got to see her live the last time she wrestled for Chikara which happened to be my friend Mitch Fesh. Mitch Fesh like is the producer of this comedy wrestling show that's awesome. It's like this monthly comedy wrestling show at the pit that I'm part of but outside of my participation is just like an awesome funny show. Um, What's your character? Uh, in XSW, Extremely Serious Wrestling is the name of the promotion. Um, and my character is Carmen Cardio. She is a... Um, this is also like a breaking kayfabe thing. Whatever. Nobody cares. This whole right? thing is fake. And um, no one's going to listen to this. <laughs> great. Uh, so Shannon and Alex, <laughs> my... my uh, my uh characters uh turned my character turned heel uh, a couple of months ago that means it became a bad guy oh i've yeah. watched glow yeah, oh okay there you, there you go so i yeah so i was like big baby face and i got um the xsw mid card championship and i still have it but um now i'm with the um now i'm with the angermeyer dynasty uh justin angermeyer is the is like our Vince McMahon mm-hmm. and I'm there with Dr. Felix Kampfnut, who is a psychotherapist, Fesh. Um, and, uh, Scott ring is, um, just in case he's like this shitty lawyer guy. And then, um, <laughs> uh, who's the other, who's else is in there? Sasha, uh, we have Jar Jar Banks in our promotion. Fine. He's like this disgusting hybrid of Sasha Banks and Jar Jar Binks. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, oh my God, I'm fucking blanking on that. Oh my God, they're going to kill me if they hear this. I'm blanking on the final part of the Angermeyer dynasty. You got to uh, just come and watch it, you guys. Yeah, this is, this, you, didn't, Sl- you didn't forget this is a tease. Um, yeah, okay. So SummerSlam weekend, we're having a huge event, and that's going to actually involve a couple of real pro wrestlers, too. And oh, that's fun. It's going to be tight. Um, I've seen Dolph Ziggler do improv. Dolph Ziggler did UCBW many times. Mm. I've seen you on UCBW, right? Yes. And okay. I'm still in that show. And my character is Bear Girls. She's a reality TV survivalist with a cameraman, cameraman Kevin Flynn. And um, yeah, I'm actually up at the UCBW show also on August 16th, same night as the XSW show. You have a busy day. for a title. Yeah. This is both these shows are the... Both shows you just plugged are both August 16th? I'm pretty sure. Let me just triple check. Triple super um, duper while check. While you're triple checking, I have so many questions, so many comments. Yeah. No concerns. <laughs> um, except for maybe for your safety, but I'm sh- I assume you have that under control. Um, okay. So I guess my first question is, how do you, like as a kid, or like, uh-huh. how did you like be like pro wrestling? I'm going to watch it. And then how we were like pro wrestling. I'm going to do it. Like the comedy style. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm so sorry. I can't it's okay. figure out when the fuck this is happening. Oh, it's at, on uh, Friday, August 17th. Anyways, we'll talk about it again later. So where did my love of pro wrestling yeah. start? Okay. So um, yeah, I wasn't really aware of it until I was in high school. And um, I was dating this like metalhead theater kid who loved pro he and his brother loved pro wrestling and we would like sit in their basement and watch um raw and smackdown and pay-per-views and uh play the video game that was hot back in 
2001. I don't know what it was. Was it either WrestleMania 2000 or No Mercy? I think it was WrestleMania 2000. Um, or WWF Attitude? Nah, it was WrestleMania 2000. Mm-hmm. That was always Booker T. Booker T was my, my favorite um, wrestler back in the day. It was like between like Booker T, Goldberg, and Chris Jericho for some reason. I thought Chris Jericho was so fucking hot back Let then. me tell you that my all-time favorite wrestler is Chris Jericho. I mean, you know what? So he's like not in New Japan anymore, is he? Or he... So New Japan Pro Wrestling is like a Japanese-based promotion that's actually coming to the u.s it's gonna like pop up in california or something they're gonna have like a stateside organization but um that fucking (laughs) sorry i'm fucking with everything uh uh that press conference where he was talking about oh man i think it was like a match with kenny omega or something that's what he did that in january yeah 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 Yeah, and he like I love New Japan press conferences because those, like, you know, mild-mannered Japanese people sell so hard, you know? They, yeah. like, they'll sit there looking so serious and so scared when some shit happens, and it always does. And Chris Jericho's up there like, what that fucking smile off your face, you know? I love that. To me, it's all about the over-the-top stuff, <sighs> and Chris Jericho is one of the most over-the-top. Yeah. And that's why I love him. His signature thing that he did, like, in the 90s was that he was proud that he knew more wrestling moves than anyone else. So he read the list of 1,001 holds, and he just, like, (laughs) got in the ring and had this huge sheet of paper and was, like, making up the names of wrestling moves. And on TV, he starts reading it, and then they cut to commercial break. And I guess during commercial break, he's just, like, doing mean stuff to the crowd. Uh, At this time, at this point, he's a heel. And then they cut back from the commercial and he starts like back up with his lists because he's trying to pretend he's been reading the list like the whole commercial break. But like, and like every like few moves, he just keeps repeating like arm bar as a move. (laughs) And (laughs) they're all like very random. Like most of them, most of them, a lot of them are actual moves and he's like picking the silliest names, but he's also like making up stuff on the spot. And that's (laughs) his like time there sort of was like his original bad guy run is known very fondly by a lot of people and i actually did not really watch him doing it in real time but like going they a lot of the are on like youtube and stuff and you can watch me like oh my god he was such an asshole and it's like it but it's like in a way where you admire it <laughs> i love stuff like that i um that's i think that's really why i love wrestling is just those crazy moments of stuff like when kurt angle brought the milk truck in that's like one of my favorite yeah. things ever. He like brought this milk truck in with like a fire hose attached to it and started just spraying the wrestlers in the ring down with milk truck uh, with milk with real milk because of something like somebody like gave Steve Stone Cold used to spray fucking... people with beer. Right, 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 right. He but brought... he was like holding cookies or something. Somebody gave him cookies and then like yeah. there was like some shit going on. They were like congratulating each other for some sort of I don't even remember the details of it. And then like yeah. But his parodying Stone Cold would you, at one point sprayed the ring with he brought a beer truck to the ring and sprayed the crowd. That's like one of his like signature like whenever you see like a highlight reel of Stone Cold Steve Austin stuff, yeah. like inevitably one of them is his him spraying everyone with beer. Uh, and then he became that was when he was like a good a good guy. And That's then, not a good guy thing to good do. Guy. Well, he was like a he was like a bad good guy. Stone Cold Steve Austin was a Bush era hero. That's what he was. Yeah, it was he was Bush too. Interesting. Uh, yes, he, he's yeah. And actually, like now, I think 
it's so weird because his character was such a his whole thing was that he was a redneck and he called himself a redneck he did redneck things all that stuff he but he was a lovable redneck he was he was a lovable redneck and now like you he he's like you sometimes you see him like get interviewed or stuff and he's like pretty smart pretty smart dude like he's like got kind of intelligent things to say and i'm like wow i never really would have thought the guy who sprays beer on people would be so smart <laughs> he seems thoughtful yeah i saw him in something and i was like oh and then i met he actually came up to my work one time oh wow at the rooftop bar i was working at a few years ago and mm. hit on my coworker super hard and well, that's he... where the love affair ended for me yeah. <laughs> did get divorced from his wife i know well, <laughs> Um, it's cool. Um, I don't know. I feel like we maybe interrupted where you got started with. You said I you were playing. What we were talking you were about. playing games, and your favorite people were Booker T, Goldberg, and Chris Jericho. Yeah, something like that. You know, I like came to wrestling for the for the hot dudes, and I stayed for the artistry. You know, it was just like something that I, frankly, like watched with my boyfriend to appease him, and then um, kind of started just like developing an honest appreciation for it, but mostly for the bodies, mostly for the body, mm-hmm. a little bit of a body mark most of the time. But with that said, um, uh, yeah, I started following the storylines and stuff. And I, we were only watching WWE, you know, um, fast forward, like, I guess it would have been 10 years later. You know, I was like working at said rooftop bar actually with a bunch of, um, charismatic idiots that I still most of them I still call friends <laughs> and one in particular um was a, is is still a huge wrestling fan he watches all of the wrestling he watches indie wrestling he watches evolve he watches ring of honor he watches WWE he does you know he's like all of new japan you know and um yeah, he uh, would say he started playing this podcast called We Watch Wrestling um, in the bar while we were sitting at the bar, like at the beginning of the day or whatever. And that that podcast is hosted by like a few comedians. One of them is like Matt McCarthy. This is out of L.A. One of um, them is married to uh, Georgia Hardstark of My Favorite Murder fame. Oh, Vince, Vince Averill. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. He's cool. He's like the He's like the actual wrestling expert and like matt mccarthy definitely has like favorites and stuff and then there's tom sibley and he doesn't know shit about wrestling (laughs) and he's just like following his two friends so it's kind of a funny podcast but um i started hearing a lot of like you know um things about p pgw i think is like uh i think that's what it is the pacific something wrestling it's on the west coast and chikara and um I don't know, just other promotion, other promotions that I never knew anything about and hearing names like Chuck Taylor, um, Shinsuke Nakamura, like, um, I don't know, fucking New Day, you know, like shit, like, but like wrestler, like just like people I've never heard of, um, uh, Blaster McMassive, things like that, you know, and um, I was like, oh my God, you know, like wrestling it's such a wide it's such a big and broad spectrum you know and like the cool thing about that is that there's really something for everyone yeah and um 
and like con- it's a, it's so much like the comedy scene actually because it's kind of like once you kind of infiltrate one pocket you get to know everybody and then you go over to this other one and you get to know everybody you know and it's like um it's cool in that way and like no matter what wrestling gym you walk into like whoever you're training with is like yeah and i used to train with that person who is a title holder in this promotion you know and that's like cool you know um but yeah so i started kind of like following my friend's lead and like i would just like wikipedia wrestlers i would just like click 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 through like all of these like wrestlers um wikipedia pages and um and then he like finally was like hey let's go to a match you know so i went to like actually my first ever live wrestling match when i was like 25 you know um so we went to an evolve event at laboom in queens and that was the first time i saw fred yehi russell and johnny gargano and drew gulak and um god who else was there that day it was a good day zach saber jr was there i love all of these names oh man and they're all so hot you know (laughs) um but but anyways they're all also really good wrestlers um let's not forget the technique but uh yeah i just was like oh matt riddle was there (laughs) that guy is ridiculous but um yeah so so uh i got my first taste of like what indie wrestling had to offer you know and like a lot of these got drew gulak and and John Gargano, like pretty much right after that, got like expedited to W to NXT and then WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my friend Fesh, who started XSW, used to train with Drew Gulak, who's like famous now, you know? Yeah. Tight. Anyways, uh, yeah. So like, I just started going and watching wrestling, and like not knowing anything about the wrestlers. And, like, seeing a lot of really good wrestling. A lot of really bad wrestling, too, but, like, a lot of... like So many parallels to comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're really... And I think that's kind of, like, why I'm so drawn to it. Because it's, like... Oh, like, uh, you know, every, the ones who are most successful are the ones who have a gimmick that's, like, authentic. And has something to do with who they actually are, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Unlike, say, Beirut on GLOW, <laughs> you know, like, this racist yes. character was thrust yes. upon her, like, that sort of still exists in certain ways, but not super hardcore. I feel like even WWE has embraced, like, like people of color in a way that they never had before, and their women's yeah. roster is better than it ever has been. I mean, no shade to, like, people like Trish Stratus and Lita and whatever, but... They've, they've very clearly actively tried to make it so they had a women's division where before it was like just like two they'd have like two or four women wrestlers where like now they have like 20 yeah (laughs) so it's just like they're really trying that i mean the fact that charlotte flair is like as big if not bigger than her dad at this point is like dad rick flair Mm. nature boy which is like anytime you watch wrestling when somebody delivers a chop across a person's chest you usually hear the fans go, woo, you know, and that is only because of Ric Flair. And that is like, it's like as present as air at wrestling, you know, that's like so huge. Like you have to be so fucking famous to like have people do a thing automatically every time. It's like saying amen at the end of a prayer or something, you know, it's just like, he's a, he is, he's a, he was, he, he was, 
was the gold standard at one point in um, WCW, I guess. He's but. also like another crazy over the top. He's insane. He's, he's insane. And he's nothing without that character. I mean, as we can, saw from the 30 for 30, you know, he's like. Yeah. It, it's He plays like this, like, I, yeah, I guess it's one of those really funny wrestling things that like there are so many characters that play like someone who's like really rich or really famous or really something like that. It's like the actual person, you know, just makes whatever wrestler makes, <laughs> but yeah. they're like going around like being this huge character I mean, I mean, like, I guess the stars make probably like half a million to a million a year or whatever, but the rest of them make like regular people money, you know, (laughs) like they're not like, and they have to travel and stuff. So it's like more expensive and they like have to pay for a lot of that stuff on their own. (laughs) This this kind of leads into what my next like thing of uh, question line. (laughs) Um, So I think it's like kind of interesting how they're characters, but like how much... It's technically a gimmick. They call it a gimmick because okay. they don't want to like allude to the fact that like their personalities are fake or anything because they're not. I mean, yeah. they're like it is them. It's an extension of yourself, right? Yes, but like how much, like, like okay, so like in the wrestling gossip, yeah. like do they focus just on the gimmicks or are they like this guy who is played by this guy is going through some stuff like what is right. like the gimmick versus real person it's in it's not separated they rare inseparable they rarely will mention someone's like real name it's usually you know, just their wrestler's name right yeah you know who did though recently um homeboy from new day not xavier maybe it was xavier um like posted this thing on his Twitter because they're letting the Hulk back into um there's the Hulk. Oh my the, god, the, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Oh my the Hulk, Hulk, the Hogan. Hulk Hogan. He had to pay money for that though because he it sounded too much like the Hulk. So what is it they're letting him back into um the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame because they took him out of the Hall of Fame because his tape the sex tape surfaced of no, him. No, no. Or is, that's not it well because it's specifically because he said the n-word right that's what I'm yeah oh, so on the, he, it's in, on the tape in the but, sex yeah. tape he, he as you know he's you know coming to climax mm-hmm. he loves to shout the n-word like he loves to do it apparently um Gawker this is the reason why Gawker is not a thing anymore because he took him down in a lawsuit because like technically it's private you know it's like a private act he's not like publicly saying that word or whatever so like the, he, he won that lawsuit and put him out of business or something it's yeah, something like that yeah and um uh so so he was also taken out of the hall of fame for it but now he's being reinstated and one of the members of new day which is an all-black tag team so good so funny oh my god those guys are the best um one of them just like kind of wrote in the notes section of his iPhone like the statement and mm-hmm. then like put it on Twitter. But it was basically like, you know, um, what people do on their own time is their own business. Uh, business. I, I don't remember the whole gist. It was very diplomatic. Oh, it was addressing like this rumor that was going around that he had like snubbed him in public, snubbed Hulk Hogan at like this some sort of mm, ceremony, meet and greet, whatever. And he's like, that's not what happened. We weren't even in the same space as each other. Like, I have nothing but respect for him. But, you know, as the dad of two young black men, I hope that um, someone who is an example to, you know, other young men, like, doesn't, like, misstep this time. Like, I believe in second chances, blah, 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 blah. It was, like, really nice. It was actually, like, a really nice statement. 
but um it was just kind of like it was like welcome back i'm watching you you know what i mean <laughs> like um so but in that statement he he calls hulk hogan by his real name terry yeah terry troll balea balea bully it's a weird last name he's got it's that's why he changed it to hulk hogan yeah Okay. Terry. Terry. <laughs> He's so scary, Terry. Terry, scary, scary Terry would have been a good one. <laughs> he should have been called Scary Terry. <laughs> Maybe you can come back with that game. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Scary Terry. He just climbs out from under the ring every time. <laughs> like, how long have you been down there? <laughs> oh, Scary Terry has been down here a long time. He always, has, he always has to say his own name, which he did when he was all going into him. <laughs> Hulk's gonna run, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I always, I always did not like Hulk Hogan. That's a thing about me. I, I've been watching wrestling since I was a kid. Although I had a pretty long gap where I stopped. I was a kid. I watched and I stopped. And then in college, I started watching again. Yeah. But I never liked Hulk Hogan. I've always thought he was so fucking boring. <laughs> He's so bland. Like He's got really thin hair. Yeah. And it's just even before, even if when he had no controversies at all, I still was like, "He's so boring to me." He's. Okay. He's got, he wears a wig, I think. No, like, he doesn't. I isn't, wish he did, but he doesn't. But he wears like that. I think it's. I think his hair is fake because he's wearing that. He always wears that bandana, and I think he's got fake hair under that. I don't know. If you watch Batch, Bash at the Beach '96, he's not wearing. He's I think wearing, he's he got now, really stringy. <laughs> I think it's probably. It, it has always looked bad, but I think now it's like fake. Probably he used to look like Riff Raff from Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know, he kind of had that vibe. Yeah. So what do these people do with their personal lives when they're not in gimmick? Who knows? I, I mean, everything that co- that surfaces about them, like I was sa- saying, wait, did I say it on the air? Yeah. Yeah. Is a, is a work. You know, I everything feeds into the storyline. It's like, you know, if it's in like a fan or, you know, fan marks line of vision, like they're going to interpret it as part of something greater, unless it's like a misstep, like the Hulk Hogan thing. Yeah. So uh, I have an example of this. So there are two WWE wrestlers, uh, Rusev and Lana, who are married in real life. And um, they started off as, it was like, so she plays a Russian. She's Russian. She's she is not, Russian. She plays a Russian. She's actually from Latvia, and she grew up in Florida. But yes, she. <laughs> she think, her yeah. Russian accent is bad. That's all. Part. She she really does have an Eastern European accent, though. Yeah, but she's she's not actually. Yes, Latvian is not the same as Russian. Well, we I don't know clarify. that. We don't know that. It's fine. I know that. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, and he's from Bulgaria, and they had this. Before they were married, they got teamed up as this thing where like, which also this is playing on the fact that people don't know Bulgaria, Latvia, and Russia aren't all the same country, which they're also definitely not the same country. And they made, they had this whole like Russian, like loving Putin gimmick thing. This And this was like years ago before, like when like the Putin riding a horse stuff, when all that, like before Donald, this is way before Donald Trump and Putin was a thing. Yeah. (laughs) And but Putin was already still a villain, you know, in this whole thing. But they pair him up. They make this Russian thing. And through them pairing them up on television, they start dating in real life. And um, Classic. Through, also through the, like, the storyline thing, they basically... She was like acting as his manager. She is now a wrestler, but at the time she was just a uh, manager. And they broke up their management partnership or whatever. Like in, So on 
television, they were now sort of feuding. But in real life, they were still dating. And uh, he proposed to her, and then they shared the engagement ring on Instagram. So now they had to change what was on television because in real life, they decided to get married. So they re were like, now they're married. <laughs> uh, so they had to kind of take a, like a 90 degree turn on that. <laughs> um, and so it, which is super weird. So like, yeah, so like their private life of actually dating and then actually getting married, like affected their, how they had to write those people on television. Likewise, the Nikki Bella, John Cena um, debacle uh like you know so he proposed to her in the ring at wrestlemania last year yeah two year, years ago like a year not you know, the like last one 14 in New months Orleans. ago or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> so since then they like apparently broke off the engagement but there were all these like paparazzi photos surfacing of them when they were quote repairing things you know um but he would always be wearing like fucking tap out gear you know what i mean like it felt yeah. so planned like, uh, so, you know, stuff like that. I just feel like it's all, I mean, they all have, I mean, it's like any public personality. You have to be like aware of like what you're doing. But I do feel like if you're in WWE, like everything you do publicly is in service to a storyline somewhere, somehow, you know, they get very followed by tabloids and stuff. So they're very like subject to that also, which is yeah. some of that is also probably WWE like being like please follow our people. They like encourage it. They'd rather have like them be on the gossip pages than not, because that means they get publicity. <laughs> exactly. Um. Exactly. So it's uh kind of gross and whatever, but also it's like, um, it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing, right? Cause a lot of Naomi's real, uh, uh, married to, uh, one of the Uso guys and like, uh, you know, like, right. A bunch of them are married to each other, you know? Even, like, announcers and stuff. There's, like, one girl who's, like, a commentator who's married to... Dean Ambrose? Yeah. Yeah. Not even married, just dating. Or whatever they are. I don't know, whatever. Renee Young, that's her name. Renee Young, right. <laughs> I've watched Total Divas a handful of times, and I actually um, think Lana's really cute because I, like, watched Total Divas when she was, like, becoming a wrestler, and she was always, like going to Natalia and being like, is this okay? Did that look okay? Am I good enough? You know, and just like tagging along like this little puppy and Natalia was being such a bitch about it, but that's her thing. <laughs> that's her deal. Um, but like... Uh, Getting his claws. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but even like that, like Total Divas and then John and Nikki's thing and then like, you know, there are all these different like reality TV these are all These are all like, well. yeah, and these are like real, these aren't just like wrestling reality shows. These are like on E or whatever. Like, Yeah, they're, they don't like air back to back with raw or smackdown or anything they just like exist mm -hmm. elsewhere which is just like kind of also a testament to what a giant corporation wwe is but but it's also like you know this is like their whole lives so like it makes sense that they're all i mean they're all very attractive and they're attracted to each other but then they just also happen to end up in these like really amazing like naomi and that guy what a fat too what is his name whatever the uso i don't yeah I don't the know. uso guy they're twins it's hard to tell which ones they which. look like brothers oh <laughs> those guys yeah they, oh they are literally twins they are yeah. uh i thought you were talking about naomi and him and i was like yeah actually <laughs> They're like such a good couple that they look like they could be brother and sister, <laughs> <laughs> like one of those. Uh, um, no, I just don't. I don't know who Jimmy and Jay. So they're a tag team and they're twins. It's Jay. Jay's, Jay's. her 
husband. Okay. But she like posts about him on Instagram all the time. It's like, you know, God bless me with this beautiful man, blah, 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 <laughs> blah. You know, and it's like, it's a lot, you know, but, but these people are in it. I mean, it's their whole life. Yeah. I mean, again, I guess comedians do it too. Like, yeah. Or like Pokemon catchers. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought oh. we were past it. Um, Emily, do you have any more questions for Sarah? Um, I do. I, I, I... okay. I have one. What is your opinion of the TV show glow? Oh, I really love that show. And I would love to be on it one day. Like that that's honestly a short-term goal of mine. Mm. I don't know if it would happen. They have a very much like an ensemble cast and they added like one person who I think was on that in was she like in the um oh, you know the Gloria Estefan Broadway show that was run in for a little bit i feel like that's where she came from the 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 break dancing i know who, i know who you're talking the about but i don't chain. know where she's from um but like uh yeah so whatever but um thing about glow is like it's not about wrestling yes right? that's true um it's fun to watch these women like learn how to wrestle and actually execute like at the end of season two there was actually like a cup Betty Gilpin hit a couple of good high spots, you know, and it was her hitting those high mm-hmm. spots. And I know that because I'm also a fitness trainer part time. And at the time I was working at, I was an assistant trainer at this gym in Brooklyn and she showed up for one of my classes one day. And this was before I knew she was on the show, but I knew what the show was. And she was like, Oh God, like, do you have any advice for like, Oh, I'm just like, I'm on this show and it's like about wrestling and I'm, yeah i'm just like i'm so sore all the time i was like are you on glow and she was like yeah (laughs) i was like oh my god (laughs) i was like okay there's this gym in ridgewood there's a bunch out on long island there's one on staten island like you know i was like but you could also still come to me and i could help you uh condition for pro wrestling you know what i mean i like fucking freaked out but um yeah, so with that said, I know that she's hitting some of those spots by herself. I think they also have stunt people, but I know that like she's like she and um Allison Breer are, like getting off sunset flips and like mm-hmm. some crossbody shit and whatever. But um yeah, uh I thought I think that's really fun. And I think it's really good that like there's this mainstream show that's about women and it's about pro wrestling cuz I feel like it's too those are two things that are still so underrepresented in our culture. Yeah, that's true. Um, pro wrestling needs more exposure. Well, I'm here as like an activist for pro wrestling. But yeah, I just think that, um, you know, that show is really well written and the story's good and I love Mark Maron's character and like all the interpersonal shit is like on point and um i really love it with that said it's not at all about wrestling (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um uh so we're gonna kind of wrap up but did you have anything else you wanted to say you were is this the time when i can plug stuff well anything more about pro wrestling that you wanted to get out or you don't have to and we can move on to saying your stuff (laughs) um uh, shout out to Two Cute Wrestling Crew on Facebook. Uh, can't wait to hit Chikara next weekend in Philly. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that? Um, I used to go see. I used to go see indie shows. 
indie improv dude stuff. let's indie improv shows improv i said that i slipped my slip of i used to see indie improv shows now i only see indie wrestling uh yeah i used to see indie wrestling and now i i haven't really been in a while but they're fun yeah i know i haven't been since last summer i think went to a, another house of glory event up at the queen's arena it's probably been years for me but it was really funny because like we had to leave to get food because there's no food at that place like eight dollar hot dogs or some shit and we like went to little caesars and across the street there was a subway and zach saber jr was eating a veggie delight all by himself because he's <laughs> vegan <laughs> there are no vegan options in jamaica queens you know yeah anyways uh well thank you for talking about pro wrestling yes thank and you. dealing Dude. with my talk about pokemon go what were you Dude. gonna say <laughs> uh no nah, thanks for having me um I had a great time. I love the tea. I got to pee so bad. I grab Cool. Well, we're almost done. Almost done. No, it's uh, cool. It's cool. I'm chill. So Sarah is on my improv team, Jazzercise. Yeah. Which I did not mention yet. Jazzercise. <laughs> uh, by the fourth Jazzy to come on the show. Who is the fourth Jazzy? You oh, are fourth. Uh, oh, on this show. You are the fourth Jazzy to come to this very show. I can't show. believe I wasn't the first. <laughs> um, Noted. Noted. Sorry. Sorry. Um, you were the fourth, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and you had something you wanted to plug. Yeah, well, just like I was saying earlier, I'm in uh, the extra... Um, okay, let me think about this in terms of order. So, first thing that's coming up is probably taco time, which is me and Millie Tamara's is fellow wrestling fan, Millie Tamara's. We host co-host a show and an open mic at Mad Tropical, and I think it's going to be like the second Tuesday of every month moving forward, and I think so that would mean the next one is like August 10th or something. I'm not checking my calendar. I'm just going to fucking wing this shit. That's that's fine. You got the relative date out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so figure it out. <laughs> Get on Facebook and find Taco Time. Um, and then following that on August 17th, like I said, I'm in not one, but two comedy wrestling shows, SummerSlam weekend. The first one is Extremely Serious Wrestling. It's going to be at the Pit Striker Stage, baby. The main one. Message on <laughs> August 17th, Friday. Uh, I think it's like fucking nine, eight or nine or ten. <laughs> Look at the schedule. Buy tickets. Go online. It's going to sell out. We got real pro wrestlers. I think Orange Cassie's making an appearance. I'm excited. And then at midnight, the same freaking night, up at UCB Hell's Kitchen. The main stage. UCBW <laughs> Revengeance. And that is going to feature me and a woman named Clara Voyant, who's a mean, mean <laughs> clairvoyant wow. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna battle for the world championship which i'm currently title holder Whoa. of ucbw and i'm um, assuming she can tell the future right uh that's that's uh the idea you know how can how can you beat her if she's gonna know the moves you're gonna do i mean i'm just so good well, and there's right. no way that she i have a two-pronged attack because i have a <laughs> cameraman <laughs> and i have um, uh, uh, um, 
I have a move called 127 hours where I try to cut my limbs off when they're, <laughs> I'm in a submission hold. So, you know, just that's two a, things I got in my back pocket. That's, uh, a, that's a good over the top move. Oh, <laughs> just, yes. <laughs> it comes out basically every match. Um, but yeah, so those are both going to be so fun. And they're both like probably like $7, you know, um, August 7th, 17th. Um, I'm really, really excited. Put my actual wrestling skills to work. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that's, those are the most in-depth plugs we've ever gotten. That's oh true. But you God. actually have real stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. That's we had it, s- though. And then after that, I have no idea. That's fine. You only need to know through the next few weeks. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. We, well, you had a shout-out you wanted yes. to do. Um, we are, um, as a podcast, making Carly's Corner um, to go beyond corrections, and it's going to be also shout-outs. <laughs> um, and I'd like to shout-out my friends, John and Kathy, who live in Texas, who texted me from a restaurant they were at to say that they were drinking tea. And when I asked them how the tea was, they used our rating system of cup of tea or not your cup of tea. So if, um, wow. if you could just let me know via text or Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Oh, tweet at us, please. Tweet at us, please. Um, also, you can send us an email just like teas you're drinking in the wild and if they're your cup of tea or not. Yeah. So thank you for, for doing that. And I see you listening in Texas. <laughs> not I to be too creepy you. about it. I see you. Um, uh, do you have anything else? I don't think so. Okay. I will just say thanks for listening and please rate, subscribe, and review our podcast in like iTunes and Facebook. And um, interact with us on Twitter. Interact with us. We love interacting. Um, <laughs> we love to interact. Please interact with us more. Yeah. We love to have conversations and make new friends. All right. Well, I've been Matt. I've been Emily. And I'll continue to be Emily until the next podcast. Cool. Uh, thank you, Sarah Boatwright. Say your full name one more time. My name's Sarah Oh, uh, this tea's got me lit. <laughs> uh, this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. All right. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye.